0: Welcome to the Global Watch Prayer Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we build community in prayer to empower the church from local expressions to global connections. For more information and resources on the Global Watch, visit theglobalwatch.com. Okay, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be on this incredible planet. This is the Global Watch and uh, it is the 1st of December we are there folks we are there december is with us and uh, this is the african watch it is a joy to have you um, join us and to partner with us as we stand together in one heart and one mind agreeing what we want and we're asking of the lord to do and uh, as i say always say we really are always encouraged by what's happening at the global watch of standing together and and trusting the lord there's a lot at stake. And these days around the nations of the world, and we're going to, obviously, we always focus on Africa. There's a lot of attention on us at different kind of times, and particularly South Africa at this time with all the travel bans and that. But um, I just want to remind us that we, I think when I spoke last time, is that whose narrative, whose report are you going to believe? And when we look at the media is not the report, we are going to believe there are things that are being said that are actually not truthful, and the way they play out, it's a narrative that the worldly agenda is trying to institute and set in place. We we live in a very different narrative. And uh, our narrative is always uh, saturated with hope, is always saturated with faith. So we come together this morning to just uh, trust the Lord, but to set a narrative of how we believe. And we set the narrative and pray and declare and speak things into being. Jews, we stand and partner together. Femi, I don't know if you maybe want to just open up in prayer, brother, and then we can, uh, we can play that first song, because I think you're great. my Afri- African representative here. We've got Margaret as well, but you go, you go for it, eh? Great. Thank you so much, Pastor Sheridan. It's a great privilege
1: to be here, and the month of December is here. So happy Anaka to all, everyone, because from afar we know grace is upon this month, and I'm glad to also be here. So on behalf of the African Watch team, we want to say thank you for everyone that is here. Let us go ahead with a word of prayer. Father, we thank you because you're good, your mercy is endures forever. Thank you for the access we have to your throne of grace by the blood that was shed, the blood that speaketh better than the blood of Abed. Thank you because through this blood, we can come boldly based on what Jesus had accomplished to the throne of grace where we can obtain mercy and we can find grace to meet all of our needs. Thank you for all that you accomplished through the blood for us. And thank you because this morning again, this afternoon, this evening, depending on the time zone, we enlarge on that, which Jesus had achieved to come into the presence of Yeshua, to come into the presence of God, because we know that he's here. Lord Jesus, thank you because you also assure us through the conquest that you achieve at Calvary, through the victory that you achieve at Calvary, that the battle is yours and that you can always fight our battles for us. And it is because of this consciousness that we have also come to the place of prayer today. Lord, we thank you. And this is the report that we believe that you have overcome already. That is why we can sing triumphantly. That is why we can celebrate our victory daily over the wicked ones, over the wives of the wicked ones. And we say, Lord, thank you for what you've achieved for us. This morning, Lord, we confess our victory. We confess that you have won already. We celebrate that because we know this is the time and the season of the restoration of Africa. We give you praise, Father. Even as we wait patiently before you this morning, we ask, O oh Lord, that you will renew our consciousness of the victory that you have won for us and help us to walk with you into this victory to the glory of your holy name. We thank you because you've answered. We pray for everyone that is going to join us and everyone that is discord that, Lord, you bless our hearts such that we'll be knitted together in the place of prayer and that, Lord, we will see your victory once again demonstrated like never before as we wait upon you. Thank you because you've done this already. And there are members who ought to be with us, but they may not be with us because of one thing, or the other, whatever they have. Lord, let your good hand be upon them. Thank you because you've answered. We pray in Yeshua's name. Amen.
0: Yeah. Amen. 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 Okay.
2: Let's pray that uh, God will bring the breakthrough.
0: Amen, amen. Pastor Femi, I'm going to hand over to you, my brother. Oh, thank you
1: so much. Grace to you. And I want to appreciate God for everyone here on the call. I want to thank the Lord for the privilege to come together to pray for African nations and cities. Briefly, we want to... Just encourage us, say, from the word of God and what the Lord inspired into my heart to share with us is a burden from cover of scriptures. And that has to do with the virtue is not yours, but God's. It's to share that burden with us so we can pray together and pray and the couple of scriptures that the Lord was bringing to my heart are from the book of 2 Chronicles, chapter 20, verse 13 to verse 15, and the book of Psalms, chapter 23, verse 4, which I would like to read from the Passion Translation, then Colossians, chapter 2, verse 15. Those three scriptures are the scriptures that the Lord brought to my heart, with which to encourage us briefly as we thrust the Lord to guard our hearts. And as we pray, Lord, we ask that you breathe upon your word and inspire our hearts to perceive what you're doing in our season and grant understanding of your word to us so that we will be blessed by it. And we will share our hearts to thrust you because you are there for us and because you're fighting our battle for us we know that you are faithful we know that you are just and we know that you're righteous we give you all the praise in Yeshua's name we pray amen I would like to read first the book of 2nd Chronicles chapter 20 I take my choice of reading between verse 13 to verse 15 and the translation here that I'm reading is, in now all Judah, with the little ones, their wives and their children, stood before the Lord. Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jahazel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Beniah, the son of Jahir, the son of Matani, or Levites, of the sons of isaac In the midst of the assembly. And he said, listen, all you Judah, and all you inhabitants, and you, King Jehoshaphat, says the Lord to you, do not be afraid, nor dismay, because of this great multitude. For the battle is not yours, but God's. I would like to take the second reading quickly in the book of Psalms. 23, verse 4. Psalms 23, verse 4. That's coming on the edge of the prophetic. The Bible says in King James's Version, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. The rod and thy staff they comfort me. I'll stop there. For maybe to read the same scripture in the book of, in the Passion Translation. I like the Passion Translation. Now make preference to it. Even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I'll Never be lonely for you are near. The, that last scripture in the book of Colossians, so that we can together declare that word. Yeah, like that. Can, can we just do that verse 15 together? It is armed. Can we can pray that together? Can we yeah. all just declare that la, that, that verse 15 together we can go one two he disharmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open open shame shame by triumphing over them in it while i was thinking about this morning's call one of the things that came upon my mind aside from the fact that we are Seen a renewed dimension to COVID with the virus called Omicron and how it's instilling a level of fear in several hearts and nations Uh, since it was detected on the 11th November 2021 in Botswana. And the rage of these pestilences seems to be growing across the globe with heightened fear of evil. This no doubt is further testimony to the fact that man's hostility against God has fierce consequences. And we've seen globally how helpless we've become, just like we saw in the earlier scripture, in the history of what happened to uh, Jehoshaphat, how the Jehoshaphat had to cry unto God in the book of Second Chronicles chapter 20. And you recall that, the account of what happened to Joseph was a very fierce thing because this happened to him uh, after he had escaped the, the onslaught of the battle. He went to fight alongside in alignment with Hehab. He joined Ahab to fight a battle and eventually got spared him. So he had to return back. And this time around, I sense more of a repentant king that knew what the fear of the Lord is, because he was confronted by what he did wrong and he repented. And now, so as he came back, the hostility against Judah came in verse one to verse two of chapter twenty of the book uh, Second Chronicles, and you realize that the enemy came to face him, the people of Ammon and the others uh, who came beside the Ammonites, and they came to battle with him and. It was a great multitude that came against him from beyond the sea, from Syria, and the were in Tama, which was in Ingedi. And you realize that the threat that came on and his kingdom happened after he began to return to seeking God from his near-death experience, his relationship with Ahab, the, the king of Israel ahead. You realize also that the people of Moab, the, the, those who, the great multitude that came to face him, came with a significant threat. Indeed, it was not like that one that he experienced at the fierceness of the battle, which he narrowly escaped. So the kingdom that came to face him, they, are, they are, determined, they wanted to see how they would wipe out Judah. And don't forget that the, Judah had the scepter of authority. Judah had they kept of authority with them. And that is very critical. So I also understood that the nation gathered together against him, but the Bible says Joseph had feared. When he said Joseph had feared, between verse three and verse five of chapter 20, you notice that the fear there is not just that he was timid, The fear that he was talking about was that Joseph had had his heart, lean on God. He had his confidence in God. He set himself, the Bible says, to seek the Lord. So he set himself as an example for devotion. He will look up to God. And that became a pattern for the entire people of Judah. And you understand that. Joseph did this just like several other people did in the Bible who also had fear of God or became or reverented God in a the way. There are people in the Bible, in, in the faithful remnant of Israel, feared God, the people of Judah, under King Asa. Joseph himself in the early part of his reign and King Isaiah. Ezekiah also feared God, and Joash, so we see Josiah, so we see these people feared God. And now we also notice that he proclaimed a fast throughout Judah so that the people will humble themselves and in total dependency on God. We also took note of the fact that as he did all of these he did it in anticipation of God's divine help. He was not G3, he was not giving up. But you see, where I'm going is the fact that between verse 15 and verse 20, Joseph had led the assembles of the people of God and he prayed. Now, the pattern of the prayer that Joseph had prayed became the twist to all of this for me. Why? Because the Bible says, then Joseph had verse 15. To verse 12, the Bible says, then Joseph had stood in the assembly of, the, of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court and he said, O Lord God of our Father, are you not God in heaven? Do you not rule over all the kingdoms of the, of the nations? And in your hand is there not power and might? so that no one is able to withstand you are you not our God who drove up the inhabitants of the land before your people Israel and he gave it to the descendants of Abraham your friend forever and they dwell in it and have built your sanctuary in it for your name saying if the such that come upon us all, judgment, pestilences, or famine, we will stand before these temples and your presence, for your name is in this temple, and cry unto you in our affliction, and you will hear and save. And now, there are the people of the Ammon, the, the Moab, and that ba- whom you will not let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt, but they turned from them and did not destroy them. Here yeah, they are, rewarding us by coming to throw us out of your possession, which you have given us to inherit. Oh, our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power against this great multitude that is come mean against us. Or do we know what to do? But our eyes are upon you. And this is where I'm going this morning the dimension of the prayer that Joseph had prayed, standing before the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem. And this was a large assembly representing the guardian of the entire kingdom. And it's about leadership. He told that leadership boldly and he stood. And that, for me, is incredible. Thank God for sort of leadership that stands in the place of prayer and which chose so confidence in God. And the way he moved God's hand, the way he presented his view to God, he was not really challenging God, but he's assuring his his praying from a position of authority. And he started by introducing the fact that he knew, he recognized the power of Yahweh. He recognized the power of God over the heavens, over the kingdoms of the earth. And he also established by that prayer by recognizing God's great work in the past, how the God had delivered them in the past. And he went ahead to his to father, stand on the ground of victorious prayer, because he began to pray. He a God's prayer for, just like Solomon did at the dedication of the temple. And when he said all of that, he then reminded God, as it were, how that they will not invade them. In the book of Deuteronomy 2, verse 8 to verse 9, the book of Deuteronomy 2, verse, 2, verse 19, when they came out, he insisted, he said, Lord, we didn't do evil to this people. We did not do evil to them. He said to God, as a king standing before his people, he openly confessed his vulnerability. He openly confessed his, 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 his helplessness. He said, for we have no power against this great multitude that has come against us. I, when he said that, I imagine I can, I can see God on his throne turn and say, yes, I know you are helpless. And now I'm going to step in. And that is the beautiful part of today's discussion. God answered Jehoshaphat's prayer because he prayed from the depth of helplessness, yet with great assurances. And people of God, no doubt we are faced with so much challenges here and there, uncertainties bound around us, even in our nations, Africa seems to be struggling with so much. And it's, we're almost giving up on ourselves as African, looking up and us. If, can we survive all of this? But I thank you because when we come to the place of prayer and when we remind God of great acts of God, the great works of God that he had done before in the past, and we are able to come in humility, we're able to come in sincerity, and we're able to come to him in their helplessness. We can always see him coming to bring in the best of times to us. He's able to wield great significant influence. And what God did was amazing. Because what God did was while Joseph, pardon, the people were in helplessness, the Lord activated the prophetic. And that's what I love. He just activated the prophetic. I never heard of a prophet among them before then. It was never known that a, a priest had a prophet's son. <laughs> it's a priest, but the son was a prophet. And that young man had not operated in the prophetic office before. He is not. i would never seen a Jahaziel before. I'd never heard of Jahaziel before. He was the son of Zechariah, the son of Metaniah, the son of Asaph. They were singers. But that day, what I noticed happened was the Bible says, the Spirit of the Lord came upon him, and he brought forth the word of God. And that is where we're going. That even tonight the Spirit of God will descend upon us and prophetic utterances will come, will declare, will foretell, and will fail. We declare the things that be not as though they were. And that is what God is said to do. And I'm bringing this word of hope and this word of comfort and consolation to all of us because there's going to be a prophetic intervention across Africa because God is going to do something unusual in this season. He's going to do something great across the globe. It doesn't matter the bombs. It doesn't matter the suicide. It doesn't matter the, the insurgency. It doesn't matter the, 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 the old issues that are about the narrative, the media. But what we know, he said, Yea, though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. And I love that. If he is with us, we'll have no reason to fear evil. Evil thrives when God is absent. And that's why I love that passion version. He said, even when you, your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, Uncertainties in our homes, in our businesses, in our ministries, in our private personal lives. He said, Fear will never conquer me. And I declare upon every one of us on this call that fear will never conquer any one of us because God, Yeshua, is already there. He already has us. And he said something wonderful. He said, Your authority is my strength and my peace. And we're leaning on that today. We don't have power, but we have an authority. And as many as receiving to them, he's given the authority, the right, the privilege, the power of attorney, so we can great influence on his behalf. And he said, the comfort of your love take away my fear. And I will never be lonely for you are near. Africa will never be lonely because God is near her. God is in the midst of her. And that, is the consolation. And what we're going to witness in the next couple, in the next turn of events, is that we're going to see God disarm the principalities. He will disarm the power. He will make an open show of them triumphing over them in it. We're going to see the display of God's graciousness. And he's going to do this because he's set to do it. He's mindful to do it. And that is what Calvary had brought to us. So this battle is not ours. this battle is about him. And we're going to triumph in it because it will be a battle that we will win, we will win together in an amazing way. I call it warfare true worship. It's Great high priest in our mouth and two edges sword in our hand. And there's going to be the rise of the son of righteousness with healing in his wing. We heal homes, we heal lives, heal lands. Yes, our nations are sick, our lands are sick, but there's a wave of healing coming over the nation. And God is said to do this. So I bring you consolation from God and comfort with this as we pray this morning. It's my prayer that great grace will attend all of us and the Lord will help Africa in this season of our restoration. So grace to you all. Thank you so much. Will you permit me to request, Doctor, can you receive this word on our behalf and pray to it for us?
3: Lord God, we want to thank you. We want to thank you for the love you have for us. We want to thank you for you have placed us in this continent for a reason. We want to thank you for you have brought us on this platform for a reason. Lord God, we pray that your word will dwell in us, that we will not fear to speak out. We will not fear to proclaim your name. We will not fear to represent you, to be your witnesses. We pray that your words will always be on our mouths, so oh Lord, that we will be your witnesses in our families, in our communities, throughout Africa and throughout the world. Lord God, that we will declare that you are the one who fights the battles for us, that we will know that you have nailed everything to the cross. You have won so that we can have life. So Lord God, we come before you and pleading with you, Lord, that you will continue to be with us and lift us on high. And give us, fill us with your spirit, oh Lord. Empower us that every word we speak will go out with power to change lives, to cast out demons, to heal the sick, that your name will be glorified all over the earth. We thank you and praise you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you, Pastor Femi. I think what we would best to do now is just, just open it up in prayer. I love that the verse that sticks yeah. out to me and we've used this to you know verse 17 is that you will not need to fight in this battle stand firm hold your position and see the salvation of the lord on your behalf and that's what we can hold on to this morning you see the salvation is through the lord what god is going through africa and africa rising in this day in this hour we can hold on to that the lord is going ahead of us he is behind us he is with us he's for us let's just use these last uh, minutes just to open up in prayer. Uh, and 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 just declare these things and to believe these things over afro together by faith. We say these things, Amen. Yeah.
4: Thank you, Lord. What stood out for me was that you put the 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 dark forces on the cross, that you bind them already, and that you triumphed over them already. Thank you, Lord, that you put everything on the cross, and that you are the one who is healing the nations that you are the one who already did everything and triumphed over everything by giving up your life and pouring out your blood and your life for us and on the cross and to nail them even on the cross and thank you lord i didn't stay there but you rose up and you have the victory through this you are the king of kings through this You are the one who is really worthy and to to rule over the nations. Thank you, Lord, for everything you did already for us. You have finished it. And thank you that you are the Alpha and Omega. You are the big Omega, and you have the victory over the small Omega. Thank you, Lord, that nothing can stand against you. And thank you that we can um, lay down our crown, crowns and pour out our lives in front of your throne and say and declare and confess that we can do anything but you can do. You have the victory, and we trust in you in this situation. We trust in you that you are lifted up your right hand. And that you can speak a word and everything is finished. Thank you, Lord, for for this hope we have in you. Amen.
5: Yes, Lord, I just pray that that we will always remember that the battle is yours, Lord, and that that we need to encourage each other. We need to not be isolated, that we will speak out and and back each other up, Lord. I just pray especially that we will realize and remember that what James uh, chapter 5 says, that the effect of fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. And, and then we realize that we are the righteousness of God in Christ um, Jesus. So um, I just pray, Lord Jesus, that that we will speak on the same platform, Lord, and that we will be able to put aside any differences that there are, that we will have unity, Lord, we will be able to use the praise and the worship and especially the sound of Africa that comes through as one of joy, really, even though it has been birthed in pain, Lord, the joy and the the laughter of um, the peoples of Africa is so special And so, Lord, I just pray that that even as we are in a time such as this, that we will remember to be specific in our prayers, that we will not just put out prayers that are covering uh, and can be used by the enemy to have excuses as to why they've come true. But Lord, that they will be so specific that only God could have answered them. So Lord, I do pray for that, that we will be more intentional in our prayers and especially in our worship. And I just give thanks and praise for the reports coming out of Australia, that even after that marathon of three days of 36 hours of prayer and prayers and worship, that, that there seems to have been some, some response within the Victoria government. So Lord, I just pray that you, we will carry on and we will not give up, Lord. And we will carry on
2: until it is is, as has happened in jesus mighty name amen
1: amen amen
2: lord our heavenly father we just thank you we praise you we magnify you today lord you are still on the throne all the governments are on your shoulder oh god and father god even in genesis when uh, the the prophecy was proclaimed that the satan's head will be crushed by the woman's seed he had the enmity uh, between man, humankind, and the world. And so, Father God, we know that you created him, Lord God. He can go that far and no further. You have put reins on him. So, Father God, not only that, Yeshua came, he died, and he rose again, and he got everything that Adam and Eve lost in the Garden of Eden. So we thank you, Lord, that you have given back to us, your children, Lord God, everything that Adam and Eve lost so father we pray over Africa that each and every one of them will know that you are God that they have the power and the authority to stand on the word to claim all the things that you have fought back for them O God and to know that you we come out victors in the end and Lord we ask that you'll strengthen each and every one of them and that they'll just they'll have their eyes on you and will not take it off you, Lord God, because uh, it's only you that can work through us. Your spirit, like we said, it's not by power or by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord, that your spirit will reign over Africa, Lord. And every seed that has been planted across that continent will rise up to stand against uh, the evil that's come against them. So we commit Africa and everyone into your hands, oh God, the leaders there. And we pray this in the mighty and the matchless name of our Lord and Savior Yeshua Hamashiach. We pray, Amen. Yes, I would like to pray uh, 2 Corinthians 10:4, uh, for the weapons of a warfare are not carnal, but might through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So, Father, I thank you that uh, the better is yours, but we we do have we do have the weapons, Father. So I do pray for the people in Africa, Father, that uh, they will know, Father, how to use these weapons. Father, praise and fast and intercession, Father, in Yeshua's name, Father, Father, and may they pull down, Father, the strongholds, Father. In Yeshua's name, I do pray that uh, you clothe every soldiers of yours with uh, these, these, uh, these weapons, Father, that are might, Father. In Yeshua's name, I pray, Father.
0: Yeah. Father, we just want to thank you that we do stand in unity. We stand with one heart and one mind, declaring your promises, holding on to your truths that you have spoken over this continent of Africa, Lord. We thank you that we don't hope in, in an endless uh, kind of puts and, and and just hope for the best Lord we hope in you and Lord you have said you have spoken and we thank you that the battle is yours Lord there are many challenges through Africa Lord but through the prophetic words through the promises that have been spoken Lord we allow those words to to resonate on our hearts Lord to trust and to hold on to you and to everything that you have spoken Lord we thank you that this is the season for Africa to arise Lord yet you are working around the nations of the world it's not One or the other, Lord, you are using this time and this season to expose and to work and to use. And Africa is often the center of attention, Lord, but we want to thank you that You are doing a work across this continent, Lord. I want to pray that as we unite our hearts together, as we stand in unity, Lord, we want to thank you that it's the power of the ecclesia being one in heart and one in mind that will tear down these strongholds, Lord, the strongholds that have been set in place over nations. I know South Africa with the Freemasonry and grip that it's got over this nation. We thank you that the, the holes of the enemy are beginning to loosen over nations, Lord. We see in Malawi how an incredible president is arising that the holes of the enemy are starting to loosen, Lord, and the exposing of wicked men is starting to be exposed more and more. And so, Father, we thank you that we can hold on to you with true faith, knowing that the battle is yours knowing we don't battle against flesh and blood has been said there, Lord, but it's the rulers and the principalities and authorities in the heavenly places. So as the ecclesia, Lord, we legislate into the heavenlies your order. We legislate your name to be proclaimed above the nations and over the nations of Africa, Lord. And may Africa, that's always seemingly being the least, Lord, may it arise and be the first amongst the nations of the world, Lord, as you utilize and you, you show the world how Africa in its humility and its simplicity has sustained itself for years. And years and father we want to thank you that we have great things in store and we hold on to your truths as that prophetic word from kirsten is that you're opening up the curtain over africa lord and you are exposing to the nations of the world africa this is your time this is the time to put on a show that the world are going to marvel at and see all the good works that you are doing in and through this incredible and beautiful continent so we hold on to you we trust in you mighty jesus thank you lord thank you jesus amen amen Praise the Lord. Thank you Pastor Fermi for a powerful word this morning. We hold on to the truths, what God is saying over us. Thank you folks for joining and partnering with us as we trust God, we hold on to Him. He is our hope, He is our refuge, He is our strength, He is our source in everything. So for those who are going to go and have a good night's sleep, enjoy and may you dream incredible things that the Lord speaks to you and for us it's a beautiful day in Cape Town as we go ahead from here and we take on our day so bless you all let's just unmute and bless each other with a favor and the love of the lord as we go from here amen